0: Listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and those of you that know me, well, and even those of you that don't, will come to know that I source content from wherever I can find it. But it's always, for the most part, content that I have found to bring some level of value. Because the one thing I understand, the one resource that's most precious to each and every one of us, is our time. This article is all about 25 books for success these are 25 reads that are recommended for this year but the interesting thing is this is a repurposed article from December 18th of 2015 from the folks over at success magazine Uh, an email that I received that comes to my inbox from inside success anyway this is their 25 must read books and these are the 25 recommended books for this year But it's interesting, like I said, that this is repurposed content coming from December 18th of 2015. But here's the list. What I like about this, though, is, before I get into the list, it's easy to become overwhelmed by a big list. One of the reasons that New Year's resolutions don't work and one of the reasons that goals fail is because people create these massive, unbelievable goals or resolutions without any real plan about how they intend to achieve whatever this change in behavior is. So the good folks over at Success suggest and encourage us to find a book that interests us and to carve out a few minutes every day to read at least a few pages. And then they say that you'll be amazed at the difference it will make in your journey towards success. Because it is a journey. It happens over time. But if you're not carving out time for yourself to be on the road to success whatever that is to you because success can only ever be identified individually if you haven't carved out enough time to do that whatever that is whatever that means to you then the chances are it probably will never appear for you what this list of books allows for is for us to pick one book just to start the process I could just about guarantee you, if you complete the first book, you'll be on to the next one. So without any further delay, let me get into the list of the 25 books. Book one on the list is How to Win Friends and Influence People, Dale Carnegie. Book two, The Richest Man in Babylon, George S. Clayson. Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. The Nine Steps to Financial Freedom by Susie Orman. The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Book number six is Way of the Peaceful Warrior. This is a really good one by Dan Millman. Napoleon Hill's Law of Success in 16 Lessons. That's a big book. It's almost, well, it's about two, two and a half inches thick. I have that book sitting on my shelf. It's an amazing book. Acres of Diamonds by Russell Conwell. That's an old book. That's been around for a long time. I think it's been republished. As a Man Thinketh, James Allen. Another book that's been around a long time. Maximum Achievement, Brian Tracy. The Seasons of Life, Jim Rohn and Ron Reynolds. That's an oldie. That's from back in the early days of Jim, well, not the early days, the, the peak success days of Jim Rohn when he was working with Ron Reynolds. Uh, I think that book was written in 1981. I believe I've got an autographed copy of that book. I know I have an autographed copy for sure of the five major pieces to the Life Puzzle. That's a numbered autographed copy. That's another great book. It's not on the list. Book 12, See You at the Top, Zig Ziglar. The Magic of Thinking Big, David Schwartz. David J. Schwartz. The Power of Positive Thinking, Norman Vincent Peale. Awaken the Giant Within, that's Anthony Robbins. Developing the Leader Within You, that's John C. Maxwell. The One Minute Manager, Kenneth Blanchard. Good to Great, Jim Collins. David Bach, The Automatic Millionaire. Rich Dad, Poor Dad, that's Robert Kiyosaki. The Greatest Salesman in the World, Og Mandino. The Sales Bible, Jeff Gittimer, Jeffrey Gittimer. Who Moved My Cheese, that's by Dr. Spencer Johnson. Chicken Soup for the Soul series, that's Jack Canfield and Mark Victor Hansen. Wow, the story behind that book is amazing. The number of failures they had to overcome, like 144, I think. Anyway. Um, Oh, and finally, Success Through a Positive Mental Attitude, Napoleon Hill and W. Clement Stone. That's the 25. They're almost all classics. Behind this message is a message that's beyond epic. It's bright and it's beautiful. It must be. It absolutely must be. A bright, beautiful world. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And behind this introduction is Gigi from Bright, Beautiful World. With a drum roll. Because she's opening up or reopening or re-engaging, if you will, around the topic of desire. And she's, she expresses, it's not about a Bentley. And it's not about the Canary Islands. It's about what's in your art or what's in your heart. <laughs> yes, I can be silly. I know there are some of you that probably think I'm overly serious, but I'm not. I'm really not. I have, as a matter of fact, <laughs> I have a very playful side. I just don't always, um, I just don't always show it. But when you listen to Gigi and she starts talking so enthusiastically about her desire to explore this topic and how excited she is, it's hard not to let the playful side come through. So I invite you to to pop over to her station and listen because it sounds like it's going to be no holds barred today. Segment after segment after segment of people talking about desire. Oh, and Gigi was kind enough to call into my station as well because I took the time to call into hers and to share with her what I thought about how I think she's the ideal candidate to be the one talking about a bright, beautiful world. And I explained in that call into her why I think she possessed the elements required to be the universe's candidate to bring forward a bright, beautiful world. Gigi expressed that she doesn't see the world any other way, which is really interesting. So how do you go to one of the deepest, darkest parts of the world, maybe buried in poverty, like say for example Mumbai, and be able to walk around in a place like that and realize that we still live in a bright beautiful world. Well the way that we do that is with hope and with desire. And if you have an intense burning desire to bring forward a bright beautiful world then what that means is that we have the capacity as human beings to change the way the world is to change literally the conditions in a place like Mumbai but the only way the only way that something like that could ever happen is if we create a movement so what I would submit is is that we are all if we choose to be involved in a movement for a bright beautiful world. It's up to us. It always has been. We are the answer. We are the change that we've been looking for. Gandhi said it best and there are some that don't care for Gandhi. There are some that don't care for Martin Luther King. There are some that don't care for Kennedy. There are some that don't care for, and I could run down the list of people who have accomplished great things. Patrick Daniel over at The Great Everything has talked about some of the great musicians that have lived, or some of the great philosophers that have lived. And what they all did is they contributed. We don't necessarily have to like the contributor, but we can love their contribution. If we decide to come together collectively to make a difference in the world, then we will become, in that moment, unstoppable. This is my own personal belief, and I look forward to being a part of whatever Gigi brings to the bright, beautiful world. Blessings all. Take care.
1: the stars all one down to you Shining on the heart So you can see the truth And
2: this love I have inside Is everything it seems
1: But for now
0: do it. Let's do it together. Let's change the world. Let's make it a bright, beautiful world together. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable.
2: Hey, it's Gigi from Bright Beautiful World. Thank you so much for your lovely call-ins. I can't wait to get them on air. What's funny though is that I've never actually considered the possibility that it's not a Bright Beautiful World. It just is and it just takes seeing it to make it so. And um, yeah, it just never entered my mind that it was um, up for debate. It just is in my world. So <laughs> that shows you how kind of um, stuck in my ways I am, I guess. I'd uh, I, I'd never, ever questioned it. But <laughs> thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to be putting a lot more up later today. But um, thank you so much. Can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye. I hope you're having a lovely day.
3: grow up, you tend to get told that the world is the way it is. Your life is just to live your life inside the world, try not to bash into the walls too much, try to have a nice family life, uh, have fun, save a little money. That's a very limited life. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. Everything around you that you call life was made up by people that were no smarter than you. And you can change it, you can influence it, you can you can build your own things that other people can use. And however you learn that, once you learn it, you'll never be the same again. When you have a dream, it doesn't often come at
1: you screaming In your face, dreams always come from behind you, not not right between your eyes. It sneaks up on you. Sometimes a dream almost whispers, very hard to hear. So you have to, every day of your lives, be ready to hear what whispers in your ear. It very rarely shouts. Make sure that you are focused on something you're passionate about. You can't follow the fashion to do a startup company, or I think really anything in life, as an entrepreneur, if you're going to build a company, pick something you think is interesting, and then just stay right there and let the wave catch you. I think it's important that you really like whatever you're doing. Uh, If you don't like it, life is too short. If you like what you're doing, you think about it even when you're not working. it's, It's something that your mind is drawn to. Um, and, and if you don't like it, you just really can't make it work.
3: I'm convinced that the only thing that kept me going was that I loved what I did. You've got to find what you love. Your work is going to fill a large part of your life. And the only way to be truly satisfied is to do what you believe is great work. And the only way to do great work is to love what you do. If you haven't found it yet, keep looking and don't settle. The only thing you really have in your life is time. If you invest that time in yourself to have great experiences that are going to enrich you, then you can't possibly lose.
1: I don't know how you can make any pioneering movements in the world. Whatever it is that you want to do, there's going to be risk in your life. And if I fail, am I going to regret having tried? I knew that if I didn't try, that I would always regret it. I would always wonder, and it would haunt me. Now is the time to take risk. As you get older, your obligations increase, and once you have a family, you start taking risks not just for yourself but for your family as well. It gets much harder to uh, do things that
3: might not work out. So I would, I would encourage you to take risks now to do something bold. So I always advise people: don't wait. Do something when you're young, when you have nothing to lose, and keep that in mind. And then just work like hell. I mean, you just have to put in, you know, 80 hour, 80 to 100 hour
1: weeks every week. How will you use your gifts? What choices will you make? Will inertia be your guide? Or will you follow your passions? Will you follow dogma? Or will you be original? Will you choose a life of ease or a life of service and adventure? Will you wilt under criticism or will you follow your convictions? When it's tough, will you give up or will you be relentless? Will you be a cynic or will you be a builder? In the end, we are our choices.
3: most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Thank you for coming. We're going to make some history together today.
0: You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections. And I enjoyed so much yesterday finding a classic note from the universe that I've decided to once again share another one today. This is one of the best ever. I got to tell you, it's one of the best ever. Here's today's note from the universe that's actually a classic note from the universe from back in 2016. Here's the message. It's true, Bobby, the early bird gets the worm. So does the late bird and the bird in between, because by design, there are always more than enough worms. In fact, the only bird that doesn't get a worm is the bird that doesn't go out to get one. Oh, to be alive, the universe. Oh my goodness, that one right there is pretty amazing, you must admit, right? Here's the little caption at the bottom. By design, Bobby, there are also more than enough incredible, fabulous, amazing, inspiring blogs. Why is that there? Why does it say that? Well, one of my desires when I first signed up for a note from the universe was to create an an incredible, fabulous, amazing, inspiring blog. I just didn't know at the time that it was going to be an audio blog. But I believe that's what I've accomplished. Yep. I believe I've accomplished my goal I believe I have an incredibly inspiring fabulous and amazing audio blog right here on anchor.fm free radio of for and by the people and that audio blog yep you guessed it it's Lighthouse Reflections You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and if you know me you know I love call-ins absolutely love call-ins I think call-ins are what make well it's not the only thing obviously conversations people okay call-ins all of it yeah that's it anyway call-ins are a critical part of what makes anchor so incredibly awesome and i have a couple of call-ins today to share with you i have a call-in wishing me good morning from michael conway if you haven't heard michael before then you're going to appreciate this one and i'll just i'll just leave it right there <laughs> I have a feeling you might chuckle just a little bit. And then the other call I have is from Gigi from Bright Beautiful World. And the only way you wouldn't know who Gigi was is if you've been sleeping in a cave. And if you have, then let me introduce you to Gigi from Bright Beautiful World, who's asked all of us today, what's our desire? And some people have small desires, and some people have really big desires. My desire's pretty big. I'll let you listen to Her calling to me, first asking me about my desire, and then she was kind enough to publish my calling to her about what my desire really is. That's it for me for now. Behind this are the call-ins. Take care, everybody. Good morning,
1: Lighthouse Reflections. This is Michael Conway, the Man arc of the Man arc Podcast Radio, wanting to wish you a happy first Sunday of 2018. Yes, one week's down, only 51 to go. You better get ready, right? This is gonna go fast. So, as we are blisteringly fast through the year of 2018 at the close of the first week, I am wishing you a happy first Sunday, and know that today has been brought to you by Waffles, the sexy pancake.
2: Hey, it's Gigi from Bright Beautiful World, and I just wanted to ask what you desire. I just um, wondered if you wanted to add a call in to everybody else's. I would love to have your voice amongst everybody else. So uh, let me know. Um Either the way, thank you so much for all the echoes. I really hope you're enjoying it. And oh, just thank you so much. Hopefully talk to you soon. Bye.
0: Gigi, it's Bobby at Lighthouse Reflections. And the track in the background is the power of gratitude. And you asked the question, what do I desire? It's my desire to change the world. It's my desire to co-create a bright, beautiful world and how do we do that? my belief I believe the way that we create a bright beautiful world is by ending fear itself the opposite of fear is love if we embrace gratitude the power of gratitude and love then we can change the world. We can create a bright, beautiful world together, but it's going to take all of us. It takes each of us for all of us. Live, Love, Inspire Radio. This is Bobby over at Lighthouse Reflections. If the name of my station was Live, Love, Inspire, I believe I would begin right where I was. I think I would focus on storytelling, because storytelling is incredible. I would focus on the power of the power of storytelling. I would focus on the power of story. Story from photos, story from songs, stories from life, stories from love, stories of inspiration. Stories that would provide an opportunity to live, to love, and to inspire, like the song in the background. You're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections, and the track in the background is Carpe Diem from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Why Carpe Diem? Well, because we have to seize the day. Because if we don't, then the day will seize us. What do I mean by that? There's a lot of talk always about time management. I think you know that I've expressed my feelings on that in the past. I'll just quickly say again, time can never be managed. Only our activities can be managed. And coming up next is Jim Rohn in a YouTube video talking about discipline. And one of the most important things I can think of for us to accomplish everything we might want to accomplish, whether it be in the day, in the week, in the month, or the year, is discipline. And what kind of discipline am I talking about? it's obviously self-discipline. If you can't discipline yourself, then there's no way that you'll ever be able to accomplish everything that you want to do. When it comes to creating a podcast, if that's something that you're really interested in, the only way that you're ever going to be able to create a successful podcast is to do that. And it will take self-discipline to do that because there will be days that you're not going to feel like doing it. I guarantee it. If it's getting in shape, if that's something that you decided for this new year we're a week into this new year already and some of you made new year's resolutions that said you know what this is my year this is the year I'm gonna get in shape to do that it takes discipline that's enough for me that's enough of an intro here's Jim Rohn I'll include the link the video audio is about 17 18 minutes long something like that I highly recommend this one in particular Pay close attention to what he says when he talks about the recommendation of a book. This is a book that he's recommended or that he recommended while he was speaking to literally probably hundreds of thousands of people. And 10% of the people only ever got the book that he recommended that could actually change their lives. And then he talks about why he thinks that happens. He used to refer to this as mysteries of the mind. Why when someone's taking the time who's obviously done well for themselves recommends to you a book that you could easily get that you could easily read that you don't even ever take the time to go get the book let alone read it why does something like that happen? Now I can sit here and tell you that I'm no millionaire but I've done well for myself and part of my Part of my not being a millionaire probably has more to do with the fact that it's never really been that important to me. But as I grow older, I think more and more about the legacy that I want to leave behind and it's becoming more and more important to me. But not for the money that I'll make and not for what it'll make of me, but for what it will allow me to be able to do. There's a foundation that I want to start. I want to be able to donate to whatever I want to donate to. If there's a cause that I want to support or if there's a young entrepreneur that I want to support, then I'd like to be able to do that. If somebody says, man, I've got a brilliant idea and I just need some venture capital, how cool would it be to be the guy that, say, for example, was the guy that gave the money to the guy that needed to start something like Facebook, for example. You get my idea? So I really don't care about the money for what it will do for me. Never equated money to happiness. Money's just money. Anyway. I've talked way longer than I should have. But you can watch the video for yourself. I'll play 45 seconds worth here, and if you choose to, you can watch it, and if not, swipe left. You know what to do. Take care, everybody.
4: Here's number four. Develop the ability to act. Take action. Not hasty if it isn't required, but don't lose much time. Here's the time to act. When the idea is hot
3: and the emotion is
4: strong. That's the time to act. You say, Mr. Run, I'd like to have a library like yours. See, if you feel strong about that, what you've got to do is get the first book and then get the second book. Before the feeling passes and before the idea gets dim, action pronto. Action immediate. Action as soon as possible
0: you're listening to the sounds of Lighthouse Reflections and the track in the background is Better Than Yesterday. Epic instrumental music from Fearless Motivation Instrumentals. Why better than yesterday? Well for me my goal very simply is to be just a little bit better each day than I was the day before which simply means to be better than yesterday. How do I accomplish that? Having a goal is one thing. Having a way to do that is something completely different. One of the ways for me is to be constantly increasing my knowledge. Now hopefully, fingers crossed, eventually that will lead to wisdom. With that said, my understanding of the way to acquire wisdom, typically for most people, is over time. And it's based upon the accumulation of information. Although... There are some who are much wiser than their time, and I can learn from anyone. So whether you're young or old, if you have a lesson to offer, I'm interested. One of the ways that I glean information, that I'm able to accumulate information, is through an app called Blinkist. I've talked about this a couple of times on my station. And I have a little information to share today from Blinkist about a book that I'm basically done with, but I thought, let me just go ahead and review this. I think this would be good information to share here on my station. So I'm going to play a little bit of that, and then I'll talk a little bit more about one of the offerings that's in the book. It's a five-step method to basically achieve personal purpose and to set clearly defined goals. Anyway, let me let you listen to the introduction and then I'll talk just a little bit more about that. Better than yesterday. That's my goal. No competition against anyone else. Just the man in the mirror.
4: Robin S. Sharma, the monk who sold his Ferrari, a guide to using ancient practices to improve your quality of life and achieve your goals. You probably know the story of the tortoise and the hare. The hare sure that he'll win, challenges the tortoise to a race. The hare speeds off and is so far ahead that he decides to take a nap. In the end, the tortoise, though much slower, wins the race. Such stories or fables were used as a vehicle for delivering thoughts and morals in an enjoyable and memorable way. Now imagine you were told a fable so powerful that it made you sell your most prized possessions and leave behind the life you've accustomed yourself to. What kind of fable could be so persuasive? Well these blinks unfold a fable with the power to change the way you look at life it concerns the life of a fictional lawyer who ends up selling his Ferrari and becoming a monk to lead a fulfilling life you need a purpose to guide you the second virtue of the Sivana system is all about purpose this principle is represented in the fable by the lighthouse the sages of Sivana have a clear sense of purpose and therefore never waste time. They know that they have a duty to fulfill this purpose. When referring to their purpose, the monks use the Sanskrit word Dharma, which means life's purpose. Dharma comes from the ancient belief that while on earth, we each have a mission to complete. By honoring Dharma, you can achieve lasting satisfaction and inner harmony. The best way to realize your life's mission is to set clearly defined goals after all you can only hit a target if you're able to see it here's the five-step method developed by the sages to achieve personal purpose first you must create a mental image of the outcome if your goal is to lose weight you'd envision a leaner fitter version of yourself the second stage is to place pressure on yourself but in a good way pressure can be a wonderful source of inspiration as it can often push a person to realize their full potential a great way to generate pressure is to tell others about your plan the third step is constructing a timeline to get your goal underway you have to have a deadline in sight the fourth step is what Yogi Raman dubbed the magic rule of 21 this is the idea that a new behavior becomes a habit after you've done it for 21 days in a row the last step just enjoy the process
0: so what you just listened to are a couple of different blinks from the book, "The Monk Who Sold His Ferrari," in the audio format that's available from the app Blinkist. There's a New Year's special on. I think you can get this for about fifty bucks. Mark, it's Bobby from Lighthouse Reflections. In ref- in in reflecting on yesterday and. Your efforts with Gene Houston and the call-in from Chapeau Claudette. Your reply back to me. I got to thinking about how many lives do you really have to impact to make a difference. And I remembered it's only one. You only have to impact one life. One life can make all the difference. I'm including a link to a video, a YouTube video that shows the power of how much impact can take place with just changing one life. I think you'll appreciate this, my friend. It's very powerful. Take care.
1: Oh, thank you.